And how you doing today? I'm doing awesome, Tyus. How you doing? Hey, man, I'm great. I'm glad to be back. We haven't recorded in a while. You know, things come up, but it's always nice to be here. Awesome. It is definitely um, good to be here sitting uh, next to you and uh, well, across from you. Um, but uh, I'm ready to get uh, into this uh, episode. I got a lot to talk about. Yeah, a lot of things to do. Let's get right into it. Welcome into the Daily Diagnosis, Tyus. We are going to break down a couple hot topics this week and going into next week. First and foremost, let's talk about Russell Wilson. Yeah, man. So big news coming out of the NFL and the quarterback carousel. Russell Wilson apparently is not enjoying his time in Seattle. There's a bunch of reports coming from different people. You're finding out more and more every day. Apparently, there is a strong disconnect between Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. Uh, Seattle apparently doesn't trust him enough to take control. Uh, They don't want to let Russ cook as Russ wants to. It's a bunch of different stuff. They say they're not shopping him, but they are taking calls. As of right now, nothing has happened, but we know things are bound to happen. Will they, though? I mean, I I guess he's going to get traded, but... He's like, uh, to me, honestly, if you, I don't think he's uh, that great of a quarterback to everyone is putting him out to be, to be honest. He has the most accurate deep ball in the NFL. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's good. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I I get what you're saying. He's good, but I don't think he's that Patrick Mahomes-esque level. I think there's levels to this uh, NFL. I think there's. There's the Tom Brady's, the Patrick Mahomes. Then there's the step down to the Aaron Rodgers. Maybe not step down. I like Aaron Rodgers. He's good. All right, I'll put Aaron Rodgers in with those uh, three other guys, two other guys. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. No, shoot, not Drew Brees. Uh, Drew Brees stepped down. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. That's the well, top tier. Are you talking about currently in the NFL, or are you nah, talking about right just now, right now for the last last couple? Well, for the last couple of years, Russell Wilson has definitely been MVP. MVP yeah, okay. Second down, he's with he's with the step down with with uh, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. There's a lot of great quarterbacks. There's a lot of good quarterbacks, but there's there's a second level. I, I'm saying. I think I see what you're getting at as far as uh, Russell Wilson being a step down. But uh, I don't think he is a step down. I just see your point. I think a lot to blame is his offense, and he's very aware of that. If he was on the Saints and he was playing in Drew Brees' system where he got to play under center a bit more, a little more play action and not as much inside zone type college systems. Because, you know, Pete Carroll is running a college system. We all know that. It just works well because you have – such a deep, uh, such an accurate deep ball passer in Russell Wilson. But like he's had a good team for what six years now. He's never had a good line though. And you're only as good as your team in the trenches. I am a firm believer of that. You're only as good as your worst lineman. I, I will always say that about any football team. You're only as good as how often you attack the quarterback in. As far as the defense, and that's still in the trenches. I I believe football game football games are won and lost in the trenches. And if your O line is bad, 
and you play against Aaron Donald twice a year and then in the playoffs too? I mean, <laughs> you know, I, it's not Russell's fault. I, I at, guess so. At some point. When I handicap football, I, I guess I look more past the offensive line, which I shouldn't, I guess. So I, I definitely look should look more into that, I think. that That's definitely my um, flaw, I would say. Because I, 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 I see he had a good defense. He's had great offensive weapons. Hasn't produced. They did win a Super Bowl. Oh, wait. Well, they they did make it to a Super Bowl, yeah. and uh, Russell wasn't through a pick on the goal line. But I don't even think that was his fault. That was the play call. They yeah, had Marshawn Lynch on the field. Yeah, they should have ran so that. I, Russell Wilson has a strange career. He thinks he's a top five quarterback all time per his camp. And top I think 10. he's – I don't know about top five all time. That's that's mighty strong for yeah. a 5'11 quarterback. But um, I'll give him top ten. Top ten. I, you know, I would really have to do my research before I gave him a number. I, I'll put him there's like a lot more, of good guys more or less out there. towards ten. He's not better than Peyton Manning. I'll no. tell him that much. No. He's not better Peyton's than Johnny United. Okay, I'll just name a bunch of Colts quarterbacks. He's not better than Andrew Luck, to be honest. I I still would take Andrew Luck in his prime over Russell Wilson, but. And then those are just three Colts greats. So if we're making a top 10 list and I can put three players from my team on it, okay, I won't put Andrew Luck on there, obviously. But as far as just pure skill, I don't know about Russell being top five all time. But that's neither here nor there. Will he get traded? I doubt it, to be honest. They'll figure it out. If he does, what uh, what team do you think suits him best? Oh, the Saints, 100%. If you, if you give Russell Wilson... Michael Thomas instead of DK Metcalf, that's really scary. Because Michael Thomas will never drop the ball. He'll be open a whole lot more. He has a much better route tree than DK. Yeah, he was hurt this season, too. Yeah, he was. But even when he did play, he did play well. He was playing hurt and well, just not as well as we've known him to play. I really like Michael Thomas. Uh, Slant boy only ran slants because Drew Brees couldn't throw it any deeper. Let's move on. Blake Griffin is having his contract, or I believe it happened already, had his contract bought out by the Detroit Pistons. He is now an unrestricted free agent being targeted by the Brooklyn Nets and Milwaukee Bucks. Your Milwaukee Bucks won a guy who hasn't dunked since 2019, but also won the dunk contest at one point in his life. So, please, (laughs) please explain. To be honest, I really do not like this move. I (laughs) I bet. I mean, I, I can't. It, it baffles me that you could say, I don't want to play basketball no more. Like, come on, dude. You're getting paid millions of dollars. Like, you got a contract. He right? was in Detroit, though. Detroit is one of the worst places ever to I, play I any sport. I don't care. I, I really don't <laughs> it care. It is true, though. I, you must I mean, acknowledge you, it. You got, you're playing professional basketball. I mean, I feel like that, that can be handled in the off season, rather than right in the middle of the season. And I think that that just rubs me the wrong way. And I don't want that on my team, to be honest. No, no, uh, that's just not the attitude. That, that's not a winning, it's not a good mentality to have. Like, oh, I'm, I'm losing, do something about it. I mean. What can he do about it? I mean, He's put, put more effort in. Suck. I mean, he, he hasn't dunked to dunk the ball. I don't know. You know, he's I mean, second in worst three-point percentage this season, and he, I think he's second yeah, in field. He's, he like, takes, shooting 36% he, yeah, or something crazy like that. He, he takes he's playing really things. bad. Well, because he's, he's not playing <laughs> the way he should be, to be honest. I think he doesn't care. That's 
another reason I was, why I don't want him. I, I was mean, watching the Lakers play the Pistons, and I didn't even see him take a step in the paint. Like, he no, didn't even I, pass I, the three-point line. I see him keep line. firing those threes. There, and catches like, the ball. He looks around who to pass it to and shoots a three up and misses, and he just doesn't care. However, though, I was uh, last year, or two seasons ago, in 2019, uh, I think it was the Bucks. The Pistons were playing against in the playoffs. That was the last time they made the playoffs. And Blake Griffin was playing well. This is 2019, last time he dunked, yes. And then the whole COVID. Didn't we smoke him? We swept him that series. Blake Griffin played well. You're still playing the Pistons. So, yeah, you should sweep the Pistons when you have the best record in the NBA, the most efficient offense in the NBA, and the best defense, which was the Bucks two seasons ago. He was hurt that season, uh, that series. I remember that. He Blake played Griffin. well, though. He he he. It was tenacity it was okay. in this game. He still. I guess. It. Yeah. He, he. There's still he, something left in him. You know. Well, what I'm he saying? was in the playoffs, and now he's exactly. Not in, but like, is that really the mentality? Is if you're not a contender, you because there's only eight teams that make the the playoffs each year in each, each conference. In each conference. I mean, so so you're you're really telling league, me sixteen? Well, no. There's how many teams are thirty two? Thirty teams in the NBA. 16 teams make the playoffs. 14 teams don't. So you're telling me 14, what's 14 times 5? You're telling me 70 guys quit every year? No. What I am telling you is. Or should quit. Or technically, according to Blake Griffin, should quit. No. And that's not what I'm saying at all. Winning is not all the difference. You know, but, you gotta uh, look this at the, the angle, though, team that... culture. We, I don't know anything about the Detroit Pistons. I'm not anywhere in their locker room or in their front office. I don't know. But what I do know is a perfect example is Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is quitting on his franchise, and we know for a fact that he was the probably. But again, the this, best is the in the this is in the off season. This is in the off This is my point. This is in the off season. He's oh. getting his hand. He he played his heart out. See, I I respect right. Deshaun Watson right. too. He's a he's a pro athlete who does it the right way, plays his heart out, knows it's not going to work. In the offseason, says, "You know what? This just look look, it's not going to work. I'm I, I can't do it." But for you to do this in the middle of the season, like come on. Okay, I got a different perspective for you because you were making a good point. But just to play devil's advocate, what about your body as an athlete? These men know they're paid a lot, and they know they cannot be paid that at any moment if they get the wrong injury. So what about when players like Melvin Ingram this past season held out for his contract? But I feel like that's the risk you take when you are playing professional sports. Why? You you do take that you're, risk, you're, but you're, you as a you're man can You're millions of dollars to, to put yourself at risk, I think. is that, Am I wrong? You can be right, but Blake the, Griffin the, has the, established himself to you, that point. You know, where he has going in to any sport, the risks and rewards. One thousand percent, you are right. So, whether you're going to take those risks and play, I mean, you, you you know what you're signing yourself up for. Why are you quitting middle season? I what mean, about the, us? The, what about our? Any given job, you know, you you go in, you say, okay, this is my job duties. I'll do it. I'm fine with that. But then you get to work, and you're like, you know what? I hate my boss. I uh, I hate my coworkers. I, uh, I I don't get paid enough. Whatever is your reason, and you decide, you know what? I'm going to quit this job and go find me another job because I'm good. 
I really feel like that's kind of different, though. It's not different. You just we all like want to be in the league. So us as fans, we always like you should understand the position you're in because you're rich and you have all the spotlight on you. So you should behave in the way that I think I would if I was. I, I also want to bring to the point that I, I really don't think analysts, as ourselves or uh, commentators, should be commenting on how much these guys are making. Yeah, that I think, too. I think I'm quick to personal. say that <laughs> out of my bankroll, man. Like I mean. That's personal, to be honest. Out of my tax like, I, I'm not going to say this guy's worth this much because I have no idea what a, to put a value on someone. I feel like that's kind of. Um, I tell you, I put $70 million on Kevin Durant. I, I don't care what the number is. Yeah, Give but, me the player. But I mean, like, to put a value on someone and to, to comment on saying. their worth is, I feel like, a little barbaric. They're humans. Yeah. It's, it's They're just, humans. Uh, They're uh, more worth more than a dollar amount in some basketball i, I just shots. think like that that's just should be confidential and, okay I, I feel like yes we could know what their contract's worth mm. but for us to comment and be like no he's not worth that much it's just barbaric and, and disrespectful to be honest i mean how how are you to tell me what i'm worth at my job the, what i do behind the scenes that you don't see every day i mean it's just it, it jars me to to comment on someone else's worth you just had some amazing amazing growth in the past three minutes because that sounds like the opposite about what you were saying about blake griffin well i mean <laughs> no not but different because he wants to go to the bucks no no, no. <laughs> in, in the aspect of i don't think you should quit during the middle of the season uh, it's un, that's, that's, respectable. that's just my like i don't care about the money like i mean he's getting bought out i mean good for him yeah he's making the money doesn't play like that's million dollars yeah in that, day. that's like the dream i think to be honest like <laughs> yes. great for him yes. but to quit in the middle of the season i think is terrible mentality and i don't i don't want that on my team as 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 a championship contender i hate to say contender because I, I don't think we're gonna contend this year but, hey, just say a playoff um team. playoff team hey. <laughs> playoff team <laughs> um I, I don't think if we're gonna make a push for that we're not gonna i don't want that however i understand where you're coming from i'm not saying you're wrong but do you think there is a chance that blake does come back and is revitalized you know and he's feeling good about himself and he wants I, to i definitely think there's a yeah, because I think he's going to... Just not likely? Or, or it depends I, what, what do you think? I, it really depends what team he goes to. So you don't think he would be successful in the Bucks? Well, I, I don't... Negative. What would he do? Is I he don't. supposed to play like Giannis? Or what would be his role? I, I don't think the Bucks are going to sign him. So No? The Nets? I think the Nets need him. But he doesn't play defense. So what the hell would he be doing there? They need defense, right? I don't right? know. I, 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 I just... It jars me right now because I, I can't see him on a team because he doesn't. He's been terrible. I, I mean, see it. He has kind of uh, old school. Well, not old school, but just not a twenty twenty one playing style. He obviously does not shoot the three ball efficiently, and he's not exactly like a high flying threat anymore. So, I guess he can ball handle and facilitate. He is good at ball handling. He can play like a Mark Gasol kind of role, but he doesn't rebound. So, I, I don't see him really helping a team much. No. I don't know I, what I he's going to go him, out there and do. Yeah, I don't see him really hurting a team. So I, I, I think he's still a good player, though. I just, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I think he's a good one-on-one player. 
Yeah, definitely. Shoot, shoot put him five on five. I think he hurts you. That's the only way to think about it. All right. And lastly, on the daily diagnosis, um, something that I've been actually getting into uh, recently. Um, I know you are may not have been uh, that knowledgeable to us on this, but uh, the UFC. UFC 259. Oh, running by I love to see people punch each other. Um, uh, UFC 259 coming out. Style bender. Main event. I love that guy. Israel Adesanya versus Jan Blachowicz. The Polish power. The Polish power. Let's go. <laughs> I'm See, I'm knowing my Polish, stuff. So. I'm knowing my stuff. All right, I like it. What's uh, what's your angle on this, if you have any? Well, I believe that the Polish power is a large human. Uh, he weighed in at 205. Um, Asanya, Adesanya, how, how do you can you pronounce that correctly for me? Israel Adesanya. Adesanya. He weighed in at 200. Correct. But he is a middleweight guy, which is the under light, whatever it is. What are, what are they doing? He moved up in the division. Yeah, he moved up is the point. Um, but the Polish power, he's a solid 205. He could be heavier. He He's working down. So he's all of that muscle, and that's all power. Whereas Adesanya, is, I'm sure it's all power, but he's trying to get to that weight, and they're fighting in Vegas. So the octagon is smaller. You see me knowing my stuff. <laughs> the octagon is smaller, so that helps the power fighter. However, Adesanya is one very fast striker. Uh, he has some great kicks. His legs are just as fast as his hands. So, obviously, he's a big favorite. But I obviously won't be betting in this because I don't know my UFC. But I think the Polish power has a chance. I can see this going either way. You tell me, sir. Uh, I've been talking to my boss. Um, and we both are in agreement that... Uh, Israel Adesanya is going to lose tonight or really? Um, we think so I was Jan almost on, I was on track. Yeah, yeah. We, okay. you, you're on it. You're on it. Um, the octagon smaller, yes, and that's going to give Adesanya a little um, more pressure to keep it um, upright. While while uh, Blahovich can definitely take this to the ground, and, and that's once he'll once he takes it to the ground, it's game over. Right. So. Um, there's a lot of outs for uh, Blahovich. Um, and he's won. He's defended his title like six times, I think. Mm. So, I mean, he's always the underdog, and he always pulls through usually. Um, so, and he's, he, he's, in he's, built right di- he's built different, too. I mean, this Russian guy, uh, this Polish guy is uh, a large human. He might as well be Russian if you yeah. ask me. I mean, he's he's just part bear. Yeah, he's he's, he's crazy. Um, so I, I honestly think Blahovich is going to win. Uh, to be honest, it's going to go to distance. I think so. If you're going to bet uh, a way of method of victory, um, I'd have to pull that up in a second. But I I, I definitely think um, in uh, to go the distance because neither of these guys want to get knocked out, and they're just going to. Stay in there, I think. I think uh, just from, you know, my little bit of seeing fights and whatnot, I think uh, both of these guys, as far as their personality, like you were saying about the Polish power, and uh, from what I've seen from Adesanya's last fight, they're tenacious. And I think that they uh, it could go the distance just because out of pure effort. You know, just fighting through the pain, fighting through the hurt, whatever injuries, whatever cuts. I could see it going in the distance simply because of their want to. 
Jan Bohovic by the uh, decision is plus 700 at uh, really? MGM. Yes. Plus that, and a lot of people were expecting it to go to the distance. So that might be a best bet right there. That might be a runaway. Yeah. I, I really think um, once he takes to the ground, he's just going to chew up time. And um, So do you think it'll go to the, the decision? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to go to distance. Are you taking that plus 700? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. It's Write me down juicy. for that. Yep. Write me down for that. Next uh, main card event, give me one second, is uh, the Nunez chick. Uh, I've only seen good. pictures of these women. I know they are terrifying and would beat me up. That's Amanda all I can Nunez um, versus Mika Anderson. Megan, Megan Anderson. 11 and 4, Megan Anderson versus. 15 and 4, I believe, right? 11. 11 and 4. No, the other one. 20 and 4. 20 and 4. Goodness. Amanda Nunez, 20 and 4. Uh, to be honest, I think Amanda's going to lose just just because, I don't know. I feel like she hasn't fought in a, in a long time, but she kind of fought recently, so that kind of jars my, um, my take on that. Because I, I walked into work this morning thinking that she didn't fight in, like, a year and a half. And that, if I'm not mistaken. That's not true. She knocks people out immediately. Yeah, she's doesn't pretty she? good. She's she pretty doesn't good. she just beat people in the first round? I I, I was... Uh, decision, decision was the last one. Knockout, knockout in the first round. Knockout in the fifth round. So I know she so she does get knockouts. Decision, okay. knockout, submission, decision, submission, knockout, 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 knockout. Okay. So they were there. They were there. Yeah, they're there. They're there. It was just a while ago. And they are in the first round of these knockouts. These knockouts are in the first round? Pretty much. Okay, so yeah, she does just come out there and McGregor people. I can see it. I oh, would, yeah, uh, first 48 seconds, minute 56, geez. minute... Three minutes in. How long do you in. think you would last? That's what we need to handicap. Oh, How long no does chance. Dan last in the ring with <sighs> oh Amanda Nunez? Nunez. Um, over under thirty seconds. Thirty? I mean, you shoot. only give yourself thirty seconds? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the. Uh, I mean, I'm fast. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I got good striking. I would say, but I, I don't think I can take a hit from her. I would say I'd go in the ring, do my best Mayweather approach. You know, run around a bit, try to get to my fifty seconds or so. Once I get to the over, I just submit. There we go. Now I take the yeah, over on take, myself. Take her down and give her a little arm choke or something. Man, and you know, man, I lock her arm up. You know, arm bar is nothing. Yeah. I know a couple. <laughs> pretty funny. Pretty funny. Um, one more we're going to get to. Um, I'm not really knowledgeable on this one. It's Peter Yan, I think is his name. P- yeah, Peter Yan versus... I can't say his first name. Something yeah. Sterling. A John Mon. Something like that. Oh, yeah. Something Sterling. We'll just leave it a Sterling. A Sterling. We're going to leave it Sterling. Versus um, P. Yon. P. Yon's got the uh, the belt. So, I, I really have no... Tell me some arm width or something. What would um, we got... Um, Sterling's got the reach here. The four-inch uh, reach. Four advantage. inches? Yeah. That's a, that's a decent advantage. Yeah. It definitely is. When it means he probably has a leg reach as well, which is not often not measured. But Sterling is two matters. and one knockouts, eight and zero oh in submissions. Eight and zero. Oh. He's nineteen and three overall. That's a pretty damn good record. His last three fights went uh, submission in the first round, 
early on too. Minute twenty six, five in. Uh, decision, 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 decision. These are both winners, I assume, right? Yes, he's 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 won. What about this one, other two, guy? Peon. What about Peon? Peter Young has knockout, knockout in his last all five wins as well. Knockout, knockout, decision, decision, knockout. Uh, but all knockouts have been in the later rounds. Uh, Jan is fifteen and one with seven and zero knockouts and one and zero submissions. That's a pretty damn good record. Uh, it say. is pretty good. So it seems like he is more of the fighter to and wear you Russian. out. And he's Russian. And he's Russian. And he's Russian. There's some power punches. Yeah. You're getting power punched. And what are these like five round fights? think so to be honest it's something think, around I there think, three rounds five rounds however many he's just power punching you in the face till he i think there's like three main head. cards so sterling submits you in the first ah. what let me i gotta see those odds that's gotta be interesting yeah that sounds like a good fight sounds like an even matchup it is. The odds are Sterling is minus 105. Jan is minus 115 at MGM. I wonder, I wonder who all the money is on. Nice to, nice to know who the public is going with. We'll, we'll know more tomorrow, but I heard some money coming in today on Sterling, to be honest. Money on Sterling. I can see it. He submits people in the first round. That's no easy bout. <laughs> you don't hear that often. Twist somebody up in a pretzel 30 seconds in. Oh, they got some props up for this. A Sterling by submission in round one is 11 to 1. Submission round two is 15 to 1. Submission round three is 20 to 1. So that. It's interesting. That's where you're going to want to bet. Because. So can you explain that to me? Why in the later rounds for the submission, the odds get better? Usually you would think, okay, it's a later round. He has more chance of winning because, you know, the other guy is tired or whatever. It's, I think the the later this goes is is going to be the favorite towards Jan. That's why it's... Oh, because he's the one that he's has... He's the one who has got okay, more he's juice. he's an endurance guy. Correct. Okay, so, that makes a lot of sense. I, I see so how the later this goes is not favorable for Sterling. So that's what I'm saying. Sterling round one or two is, is in submissions going to be where you're going to want to put your money because this goes more than... I mean, a round and a half, I think he's done. Jan's going to win. Jan's going to knock his ass out so round five knockout how what is i'm pretty sure the odds aren't so great for that actually yawn knockout in round five 25 to one 25 to one knockout in round four 25 to one knockout in round three 16 to one so they yeah i did this is i think we're we're, we're on to something here. yeah you found some money um i think yawn did knockout in the later round Rock out in round five, fifteen to one. So I think you can split, spread your wealth around here. Throw ten dollars on round three, four, and five. You're gonna make some money. Yeah, uh, uh, definitely gonna look more into this tomorrow. But um, this fight is tomorrow, and the Adesanya fight is tonight. No, all tomorrow. Oh, all Start, tomorrow. Starting at five fifteen uh, Eastern time, two fifteen Pacific time. Main card seven. Uh, they're doing Seven. it in Vegas. Do you know if there's a crowd? 
Just out of curiosity? Mm, I think a small, small crowd. Mm, okay, okay. Small. Okay. Interesting. But uh, main card is at 7 Pacific, which is 10 Eastern. That makes sense. Yes. Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ups and Downs. In this segment we're going to predict some trends from this year's All-Star break, or All-Star game, uh, NBA. So, um, Tyus, some trends to start. How about uh, you break it down? I'll give you this. I'll give you one trend I think will start, one trend I think will end, and one trend I think will continue. My trend to start is, I think the Lakers will start covering games. Honestly, I, I really do. Because the market's uh, pretty down on the Lakers. They're, they're understanding, okay, they can't win with no AD. They're not that good. So they're making the spreads a bit smaller. Um, in that game against the Warriors, I think we saw the best effort out of the Lakers, out of the Lakers post-AD uh, injury. And um, they ended up losing the next game because uh, Braun sat out, uh, Marcus Gasol sat out, a couple other people, uh, Kuz as well. But... They um they were still competitive against the Kings in that game they lost by I think it was a point or two uh, late in the game but um yeah no I think the Lakers are getting more favorable spreads and uh, I think they'll start covering you know gotta start winning some games they're slipping in the standings we're gonna see some almost playoff Bron we're almost getting there it's time you want to go with one to start we'll just go back and forth um to start. Uh, I, to be honest, I'm looking at it now. It's it's hard because I I don't like the Lakers. I'm sorry. I I don't I don't think they're gonna improve on what they're doing. Um, I'm gonna be biased here. I, I think the Bucks are going to be doing better than they are because Drew Holiday is now back. I know it was a bad game yesterday, but I I, I like Phoenix to continue. Um, Question about the Bucks: Before we started, you told me, "Oh man, the market favors the Bucks too much. They think they're way better than they are." So if you think yes. they're going to start covering. So no, you're saying see, you think okay, they're winning that's a by 10 standard. every game. No, 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 no. Okay, you got me wrong. So I think the market's too high in the Bucks. yes. Yeah, Should I be fading the Bucks? Yes. Do I think they're going to get better? Yes. They're all yeses there. But I, I, I just think the market is, if anything's more than seven points, you got to go against them every time. I think that's most games in the league. I, you don't see very many blowouts nowadays. Like I, I feel like a lot of teams are being competitive, and then when you do see blowouts, it's it's in games you thought you know one point, two point spreads, and then uh, one team, the favorite team, just doesn't show up that night and loses by thirty. We've seen it a couple times. Uh, uh, shout out to the Clippers. Those are the team I'm talking about. Uh, they blew it against. I think they were favored by seven and lost to the Wizards by two uh last night or two nights ago so you know definitely talking about the clippers 
But um, yeah, no, nah, it's just a whole lot of competitive games. A lot of good players on a lot of good teams. I can see a lot of teams just winning on any given night. So as far as the Bucks starting to cover seven and eight, that's tough. No but I, I do see them on the bounce back. Drew Holiday is a dog. Glad to see him back. The Bucks needed him, and I I bet they're glad to see him as well. I'm sure you're glad. Oh yeah. Um, just to add on to continue, um, trends to start. I think Denver is going to start playing better. They're going to start really playing uh, playoff basketball right now. So I think uh, Denver is a team to look out for. Um, they're pretty middle start this middle All-Star. of the pack in their uh, their percentage against the spread. They're around the fifties. So yeah, so they, they they had middle of the pack, and now I think they're going to. Step step on the gas, you know what I'm saying? So trends to end. I'm ready for that one. Go for it. The Utah Jazz. I you know, I think the Jazz are really good as far as they have their system, they run it well. Donovan Mitchell is probably can dunk on almost everybody in the league and shoots the ball like Dame Lillard. I mean, he he's really – I love Donovan Mitchell. He's a dog. Rudy Gobert is doing exactly what he got paid to do, just getting dunked on a bit more than I, hope, I bet he expected. Um, but I, I think I think the Jazz are a pretty good team. I just – you know they've won 75% of their games so far this season? That is ridiculous. To win 75% of your games post-COVID, you know, like they're playing so well. And I just don't see them continuing to beat teams like the Clippers. Or even the Nuggets. I, I think those teams are going to get it together, you know, and the Clippers are going to beat them on any given night. I think the Lakers at full strength should beat them any given night. I, I feel the Jazz, this first half of the season, took their opportunity and ran away with it. And they snuck up to that first spot in the West. But I, I just don't think they're really the first team in the West. I think the Jazz can sneak into the conference finals and Whoa. lose. And lose. <laughs> so no matter who they're playing, no matter who they're playing. Yeah. So um, who do they beat on their way to the conference finals? Because they either have to beat the Lakers or the Clippers. So which team of those two do you think they can take out? Without Anthony Davis, the Lakers. Oh well, AD is going to be there for the playoffs. Uh, I think he's gonna, still going to be out for the rest of the season, dude. Oh, what? I, 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 I'm. Still Please tell me why you think this, because I don't want to think that. Because if I think he becomes back, I think he did something to his uh, his Achilles, and they don't want to tell us. Correct. I yeah, think he's I, the, I the, the, the Kevin Durant esque kind of mm-hmm. mystery, mm-hmm. and if he comes back, game over. You just signed into a contract. You just won a championship. Take take the L. Don't do not ruin this kid's career. Do not ruin him. Do I, not. I see what you're saying. So keep him out. I just don't think it's likely. I think they would ruin him. I I honestly think as a franchise, as the Lakers, they're like we have to two peat. It's our destiny. And LeBron's like see, get I, your I, ass on the I, court I, now. See, I definitely disagree with that. I think LeBron's. I think he knows. I don't think he would I be think playing this up. many damn minutes if he knew AD wasn't going to come back. He's killing himself out there in the court. He's playing 35 minutes, and he's older than that. I think he has to. Yeah, he has to. He has you don't to. think he wants AD to come back? He's exhausted. I, Of course he wants him to come back. I don't. I just don't think it's going to happen. 
I I see where you're saying. I I hadn't really considered that, but I, I think that is a real possibility. However, I watched the game that he came back from injury where he played that one game and then sat out a bunch more games, and he was still playing well. He's playing at a decent speed as well. I think it was one bad step he took. So but wasn't Kevin Durant playing well? And then no, he I'm took that saying. one bad step, and it was, that's all it takes, man, with that, that Achilles I'm not saying injury. that I don't think he's hurt. I'm just saying that I think the Lakers are actually being patient about it, and I think he could have continued to play. And I think the patience is going to be the rest of the season. That's to your point. I don't want to hear that, man. I'm I don't sorry. want to hear this. I'm sorry. I, I no. really just think. I'm not accepting if, it. If you're smart, and I hope someone from the Los Angeles Lakers is listening to this, please keep Anthony Davis out for the rest of the season. A, because I don't you want You just them... want the Bucks to win okay, a ring. Yes, that's for, for I was going to say. A, because I want the Bucks to win. <laughs> B, I don't want to see Anthony Davis get his career ruined because um, he's getting rushed back to play. And C, I want to see the kid play next year and i think they can win it next year when he's fully healthy so you're saying lebron's gonna be good at 39 yeah <laughs> jesus come on tom brady's still good at 44 they I mean, do so- when was the last time you saw tom brady jump n- half as high as lebron jumps on any given night when was the last time you saw tom brady well, i'm just jump? Com- i'm just comparing their their you know yeah their just- primes of their career to to last much longer than we ever expected Man, LeBron has to decline eventually. I don't want it to happen, but it's honestly scary at this point that he doesn't decline. So I'm just like every year expecting it, and when it doesn't how, happen, how much I'm just can happy. he decline though? He has to decline some. I mean, he puts up thirty a night sometimes. I think like, the only eight, the eight. only way he's going to decline is I, I can't see him declining because he's going to. I think once he stops driving the paint more, he's going to shoot more, and I think he's just going to be more. He's going to knock down the shots. When yeah, he shoots I think him. he's yeah, going to be more successful right, shooting man, down. This is so crazy. I can't see him really declining that much. He's Since just we're talking about and and guys. he's and he's just built different. I mean, dudes, dudes, just different. a he tank. I mean, I, I went to Los Angeles last year and I was able to witness a LeBron James game. And after watching that man play, there is no doubt in my mind that he is the best player in the league. You I, never saw I mean, MJ I, play. Though, I didn't man. see MJ play. I've never seen Giannis play. But I mean, like. LeBron, that dude was the man on the court. He just like, knew he, everything. Yeah, you could just tell. And yeah, he was. It, it is amazing. And like he just knew how to play. Like he knows he what was he's doing. He like, looked like a times. man among boys, to be honest. I mean, how big he was. Like he was the same size as Anthony Davis. It looked like. I mean, it was like what the what the heck. I mean, I've I can see this. why this guy was was. You know, if you gave Chris Paul LeBron size and you know his athleticism and everything, he would be better. I just sure. want to put that out there. Chris Paul is the man. We're talking about guys that really understand the basketball court. I I don't. He knows the rules better than the refs. Like Chris Paul, I, some respect to him. You know, we're talking about old guys. Also, with respect to another old guy. A shout out, Carmelo Anthony. He doesn't Love touch Mello. the rim. His shots don't touch rim. It's all Love net Mello. always. He is always loved them. He's oh man, he's turned into his little spot up shooter role, and he's just knocking everything down. They let him take his middies sometimes because they're like, we need some points. Mellow, do your thing. He's cold. He just isos. You see old Mellow Isoin taking a step inside the three to shoot the deep midi. Is this twenty ten? I-, I love it, bro. I love it. I love Mellow on the Knicks. I love 
I love Melo now, to be honest. I've always loved the guy. I um, love the Melo Melo jersey swap too. That that made me happy to see that positiveness between the young rook also and love the, the young vet. kid. Love Carmelo. Love the veteran leadership. Wrapping up ups and downs with a trend I believe to continue. I'll give you two. Because wait, 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 give me a second. I'm trying to end. Just just one thing. Oh, you didn't give a trend I to end. Trend please, to end. please, please. Just quickly. Really quickly. Knicks fans. <laughs> please don't get used to this. This is the only time you guys will see in the next five years you guys will be a four seed. Like, come on. Knicks fan trends to end. Knicks. All right. I, you got a new coach, like everything, but. Come on, guys! It's the Knicks. You guys are back in Julius Randle right now. Let's let's be honest, guys. He's an all star. Okay, guys, because he's the Knicks. Like, hey, you put me not... on the Knicks, I'm gonna be an all star. I whoa. mean, come on, whoa, come on. Julius Randle is a good basketball player. Let's not take away from Julius Randle. Yes, the Knicks are a poverty franchise. Fair, that is true. But Julius Randle's still good. He just had a bad season last year. He was good on the Lakers. Trends end the Knicks. <laughs> so don't I didn't don't, say you were wrong. don't get used to it. Don't get used to it. Trends end the Knicks. Um, moving on to trends uh, to continue. Go ahead. If I would have told you at the beginning of this season the Knicks would be the fourth seed by the time of the All Star break, how crazy would you say I am? Lunatic. <laughs> I just wanted to know. Just wanted to know. Okay, trend to continue. I had them under. I have their their. Uh, win totals under. Win totals under. Nah, that sounds like a hater, man. Blown out. Yeah. Who takes a win total under? You're mean. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right, man. Trend to continue. I'll give you two. Um, the New Orleans Pelicans don't play defense. They don't care to play defense. Nor do the Sacramento Kings. They don't care about defense. They don't care to play defense. Seventy-two point two percent of the Pelicans games have gone over. Uh, 69.4% for Sacramento. Nothing's changing for them. They're not missing any key pieces. Uh, the Kings are actually trying to unload one of their biggest pieces in Marvin Bagley, who uh, was kind of a bust, but I don't know. He's playing for the Kings, who's not a bust, except for De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox. Uh, as far as the Pelicans go, they also don't play defense, don't care about it. They just want to shoot threes, and that's what these two teams do. So that's going to continue. You can't just start wanting to play defense after the All-Star break all of a sudden. They know they're not playoff teams. They know they're just there to shoot threes, and that's what they'll do. Uh, my team to continue, I think the Brooklyn Nets are going to continue to to win, I think, um, win and cover. They're just a scary team once Kevin Durant comes back. Um, I mean, I think Kevin Durant comes back, their, their totals are going to be, not totals, but their point spread is going to be like, over 10 so oh yeah it's gonna be stupid i think it's gonna be a little tough there but um i, I if you want to parlay with them with any anything you want i think that's a lock i was but. gonna ask you a question though uh this is just something i i haven't heard many people considering because everybody talks about the nets and their overs um katie's a good defender yeah uh and he's it's gonna also be seven foot so he's been, in every passing lane it's definitely gonna be something that we're gonna have to look at um because yeah, that that could be a five possessions, you know, difference that uh, teams don't score because he's uh, a block here and there. So if uh, you were trying to beat the book, just a uh, a thought, you know, KD comes back, the point totals go higher because they're like, okay, this is another guy to score. This is ridiculous. 
So they put the point totals even higher. But at that point, since KD's on the court, you might slow it down a little bit. Well, you already have James Harden slowing it down, but KD's on the court. He's another guy to take 20, 20 seconds out the shot clock just sizing up for a three. 13 seconds of those, he's just staring you in the face. So, And he's also a really good, smart player, you know, so that's also going to come with defense. I think that when KD comes back out after the All-Star break, you might be able to make some money for one to two weeks just taking a couple unders back-to-back. Because, well, this is just a thought. This is just a, a theory. But the book might overthink KD coming back and like, okay, we got to put this total even higher. And realistically, you're probably losing possessions when KD comes back. Really Not to say take. you're going to play worse. Really good take. I like that. I like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some unders when they uh, convince me on it's that. It's a thought. It's a thought, man. It's, yeah, it's a really, really, uh, really good take on that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into the week slate. It's going to be a little short uh, this week because uh, NBA isn't obviously playing because the All Star break. But um, skills challenge. Do you know who's uh, who's in that? Who's uh, I know the dunk contest is, is really ter- honestly yeah, terrible. I know who's in the dunk contest, uh, but there's not even a line for it on yeah, betting. Uh, to- Toppin's going to win. Is my uh, uh, Obi Toppin? Yeah, but. They're, they have a guy in the dunk contest who has not played since the preseason. Cassius Stanley has not gotten any minutes for the Pacers since the preseason. Yeah, and he's in my dunk contest. Ridiculous. I, don't like, know I understand some guys said no, but you could have got at least somebody who plays. <laughs> who is Cassius Stanley? Yeah. Not to say I dislike the guys. Bad move by the NBA, I think. That's, that's random, if you ask me. That was super random. And a free Simmons, like, yeah, he gets a couple minutes, maybe six a game, but <sighs> Toppin's going to win just because they like him. They know who he is. Or, like, yeah. We'll give him a 10. Exactly. But um, as far as the skills challenge goes, uh, Chris Paul is favored at plus 230. You got Luka, a close second at plus 250. Luka. Ooh. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Next, keep going. You got Vujicic plus 475. Julius Randle plus 600. Who's Dem- the third one? Uh, Nikola Vujicic. Uh, Vucevic? Vucevic? Vucevic. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, Magic Center. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Julius Randle, uh, DeMontis Sabonis, and Robert Red. Covington. Robert Covington, DeMontis Sabonis rounding up the back. You know, Robert Covington, I don't know why he was at it. I suppose he's a good passer or whatever. I've only known Robert Covington for his ability to just, you know, Go out there and be a guy that's just going to do everything. Rebound, defend, pass the ball, whatever. But as far as putting him in the skills challenge, this is another thing I feel like they were just like, we need somebody. Why not get Robert Covington? What makes him a skills person? In uh, I, I really that. don't know. That's a, that's a brain scratcher to me. But Julius Randle, I, hey, Johnny, you should bet Julius Randle in the skills challenge. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a lock. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but I think uh, Luka Doncic has got this one in the bag, too, if you want my Chris Paul's not, not putting well, What all effort. do they have to do? They have to pass the ball through a couple uh, targets, and they got to make a couple jumpers and a layup, right? That's all there is to it, right? Yeah, you just do but, it this But Chris Paul's not putting any effort into this one. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's See, that's honest. the real question. Luka Who Doncic is 20, 
Luka Doncic is 20, what, 22, 21? I guess he can. But he, who cares about Didn't he win last Luka. year? Luka. No. No, no, no. No, some center won last year. Some big guy won last year. That's probably Jokic. I think it was Jokic. Yeah, someone. It was Jokic. Jokic, yeah. Sure so, um, Luka Doncic plus 250. Lock it in. Um, I'm actually taking Julius Randle just because, I, you know, <laughs> plus 600. It, it, you, you'll make some decent money on it if he wins. I mean, who, who Dude, even, I, I, I can't see Julius Randle throw it in that uh, in the hoop thing, you know, as a pass. The, the the thing you have to pass. Yeah, pass and, it through the hoop thing? Yeah, yeah, I can't see him making that. Really? I, I can see him, like, missing, like, like five feet off the, like, the left and right. I, I like What's him just... What's Randall here? I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you like Julius Randle? I don't like Julius Randle. I don't think you he's know that good. I think he's just a big body. He just, he just bulldozes people. Like, he's... That, he can shoot. That's not how you play basketball. Come on. He can shoot. Oh, you know what, man? I like people that play like that i am a lebron fan first he's, of all he's just LeBron shoulder he's checks got no everyone. skill whoa man well you know what just because of this i'm taking julius Randle. i'm putting 500 dollars on it for you you know what all right i, I, all right, I that's hope ridiculous but i put yeah, i'm gonna throw like ten dollars on julius Randle and just you know come back and tell you like oh look at this 70 dollars i just made from the skills challenge bro Three-point contest. Who's who's shooting? Stephen Curry is the best shooter in the league by far. He can do it with his eyes closed, eyes open, one eye open. He doesn't care. He's going to make it. He lost the last three-point contest in his hometown in Charlotte. Pretty sure he's looking for a comeback, you know. That's what Candace Parker said. She says he has a chip on his shoulder because apparently he cares about the three-point contest. I think he cares about rings. I think he could care less. But if Candace Parker says it, I guess I'll go with it. Seems like a good person to support, right? Yeah, she got a good take. Um, <laughs> I, I, I guess he definitely tries every every time in this uh, contest. So I think to not take him is... I, I feel like you should take two guys if you're going to bet this. Yeah, I Steph was thinking Curry my second is Zach else. Levine. Interesting. What's his odds? Uh, Zach Levine's plus 400. Uh, you got Curry at plus 200. Devin Booker at plus 350. You got oh. Zach Levine at plus 400. Donovan Mitchell at plus 550. And then you got the two Celtic boys, Jason and Jalen, both at plus 650. I like Okay, that I like Tatum. I like Tatum, to be honest. Tatum, really? Tatum strokes Brown's a much it, better shooter, and you got the same odds. Tatum is like well, one of either those guys one, that can make those to be crazy honest. shots. Brown's yeah. the real spot-up guy. Tatum's like a step-back, so. fade-away, so. triple coverage. He doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. make it. I guess, I, I guess so. I guess you're right. But uh, one of the Boston boys, I think, is, could could definitely win it here. Yeah, why not? So, I think any of these guys can win it. They all shoot. I mean, it's what they're good at. They're there for a reason. It's it's. I don't really know how a bookmaker goes about making these odds. Like, how do you say, oh, Devin Booker is this much better than Donovan Mitchell? I mean, I'm pretty sure Donovan Mitchell has a higher three point percentage. Because Booker shoots a whole lot. How how is Seth Curry not minus money here? I mean, <laughs> that's that's baffling to me. But because there's no defense included, I mean, can't all these guys make a random spot up shot with no defense? We saw Curry make like 200 in a row or something crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure Zach Levine could make him 43s in a row from the corner. You know? like, yeah, but not 200. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> I mean, anybody can make 200. So, Stephen Curry isn't human, man. Yes, uh, but then again, he might miss. He has to run around. You know, he might have the pressure on him. You never know. 
I think Zach Levine, D Wade, put There's it no best. pressure in the three point contest. I'm, hey, he did bad in the last one, so how do you know? I'm pre- he was in then his hometown. He, in he might have the pressure. Was he in the finals last year too? Just blew it in the finals. Stephen Curry? Yeah. I have no idea, sir. I think I just he was he in the final the and then. Hometown, so he has a chip on his shoulder. I, I think he was in the final and just blew it in the final or someone just literally didn't miss. I that's think hilarious. was was the. I don't know. I, I, I could be wrong, but I think that's what happened last year. D Wade did put it best, though. He says that. Uh, did Clayton? No, Clayton didn't play last the year. The three point contest is a lot about endurance because you get tired shooting all those shots, you know, running around trying to beat the clock. So I can see that. And he said that Zach Levine has a better chance because he doesn't jump when he shoots. And you know his arms will get tired. Neither is Tatum. That's that's what I was. Tatum kinda... doesn't jump when he shoots either. Yeah. So th- th- I was thinking quick releases. Um, guys with quick releases. Are, Steph are... doesn't jump when he shoots. Do any of these guys jump when they shoot? Probably I... not. Probably not. I can't think of Donovan Mitchell's form in my head. I can picture Steph shooting. He doesn't even look at the rim, so it doesn't really matter where he what he does or whether he jumps or not. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I wouldn't bet on any of these things just because what's the point in losing money? You don't know who's going to win. It's a skills challenge, for crying out loud. Um, All-star game, quickly. Okay. Uh, Last year, the total, uh, they scored 312. In 2019, they scored 342. Um, The total this year was at 308. It is now at 309.5 at BetMGM. I think Team LeBron's a whole lot better simply because Team Durant does not have Durant. They have Jason Tatum. And, you know, if you look at these guys, you got Kyrie, Jason Tatum, and Bradley Bill. They're all ISO players. Uh, And then you have Joel, who needs somebody to pass him the ball. I don't see how these guys mesh. Even Durant said he when he was drafting his team, he just wanted bucket getters, guys that will knock shots down. But then you look at Team LeBron, and you're like, LeBron, Giannis, Steph, Luka, and Jokic, and you're like, Okay, this is going to be crazy. All these guys pass the ball. All these guys have much more than one skill. You know, like, I think when you look at Durant, a lot of those guys are kind of one-way players. Like, Kyrie is definitely a one-way player. His thing is, I'm an ISO guy, whether that leads to a pass or shot. That's what he does. Same with Bill, less passes. Same with Tatum, more shots than passes. Whereas Steph, shots, passes, yes, but he's going to shoot better. Uh, Luca shots, passes, uh, beyond passes, setting up other guys, you know, really understanding LeBron the same. Giannis, I mean, he's just unguardable. And then you got Jokic to just, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see Jokic and Giannis on the same court together because I just don't know how they'll do it. They both stand in the same exact spot, that top of the key right in between the three and the top of the uh, free throw. It's going to be weird, but. I just think that team is a lot more talented, so I'll take Team LeBron. Yeah, I I don't have a big stance on this, but Team LeBron, the the roster looks just scary good. So um, no no way the other team wins. No way Team uh, Durant wins. So um, heavy heavy on LeBron. They got to be like a minus two seventy favorite. I mean, come on. I you know it's you know it's honestly not that big. Team LeBron is a minus one sixty five favorite. It's not that bad. I mean, it's definitely juiced in that direction because I was just looking at the benches for both teams, and you know, I don't know what was going through Durant's mind. Like, 
<laughs> Team LeBron is light years better when you look at the bench. It's crazy. Yeah, that may be like a $500 bet, to be honest. On Man, Team this LeBron. is insane. They don't have any size. This Team Durant is all over the place. Yeah. I, Team I like LeBron, pick nine, you get Paul George at pick nine? Yeah, it, it was it was baffling, Mike. This is to be insane. honest, the selection. So, um, heavy on Team LeBron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right with you. Heavy on Team LeBron over here. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in our last segment here in Fade Central. We are going to give you, I'm going to give you three picks um, that I didn't look much into that I will um, disclose. I'm going to go with Polish Power to win this one, this fight against uh, Adesanya, Israel Adesanya. Uh I, to be honest, the way I bet UFC is I watch the the, the pre uh, pre fight video and be like, all right, this guy's got it. So that's kind of my <laughs> my handicapping for uh, the UFC. So that makes it fun. That yeah, makes it's, it fun. throw twenty dollars in the fight. I mean, it's not. I you win one, it's like all right. The way the, the way I bet is I, I bet twenty dollars on a, the method of victory. So you usually get a good payout if you do hit. yeah exactly you know? so you hit one it's like all right you, you can, nah, like I can throw away more. money for the next four bits come on pretty much pretty yeah, much yeah. um it's understandable man to win the three-point contest i'm gonna have jason tatum and just because i like his form and i, I think this year is he's got it and to win the skills challenge i, I think luka Doncic because I just think he's 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 got it this year. Um, let's see. What do, what do I want to throw some money on? Uh, you know, I want to throw some money on Sterling. That guy. I don't know why. I just I liked him. I, I like this. Get some knockouts. I think I want to throw some money on Amanda Nunez too. You know, I'm I'm rocking with Sterling. Fade Central. You know, if you guys fade it, look, this is not an educated pick. I don't know UFC, but I'm gonna throw some money on Sterling. I like it. Um. I'm going to throw some money on Team LeBron, too, because it, it does say LeBron in the title. I am a LeBron fan, so I'm going to put money on it. That's how it works. You guys already said I. You already heard me say I think the Lakers are going to start winning, which they're not. So, uh, And then for the skills challenge, I'm fading Dan, and I'm putting money on Julius Randle, damn it. Julius Randle for the win. Bring me my $70 now. 10 to win 70. I like it. I love it. I love it. Well, that concludes our episode of uh, fourth episode of the uh, the PAP, also known as the PA Perspective. I'm Dan Miller, and I'm Tyus Maldonado, and this was the PA Perspective. We'll catch you guys next week.